Welcome, Abundant Babe. I have been waiting for you. And I get the feeling I know you pretty well already. Because like me, you are the visionary, the eternal optimist, the one who embraces all aspects of her divine feminine while being grounded with ambitious and driven energy. You've got big dreams and you're ready to make it all happen. Well, let me tell you, soul sister, you've come to the right place. The Abundant Babe podcast is designed for goddesses just like you. We will talk about purposeful business, personal growth, mindset, money, manifestation, success, goals, all with a splash of spirituality and a tad of silliness. I know you've got it in you and now is the time, beautiful. Trust in yourself and take action on what myself and other abundant babes share in the sacred space. And believe me, babe, your life will continue to change and expand. I'm your host, Viola Hug, multi-passionate entrepreneur, mentor, and coach. And my purpose is to help visionaries manifest everything they want through alignment, spirituality, and tangible strategy. It is so great to have you here. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. This is your host, Viola Hug, and I am here with an exciting topic today. I'm really pumped about it, like the um, the guests, which I'll soon announce, and I were just having a mini chat before this, and I'm like so pumped because I think this is like what a lot of you will probably be really interested in and needing, especially if you're like really in the early stages of your business or beyond actually. But today I'm really excited to announce all the way from the Gold Coast in Australia, Chantal Girardi, who is a Facebook strategist and does a lot of work in the marketing realm and everything. Welcome to the show, Chantal. Hey, Verna. Hey, uh, abundant babes out there. <laughs> yes. Oh, so excited to have you. So um, I, I'm really interested to hear your story because Um, I feel like getting into like the work that you've done, there's so many ways you could have gotten into it. And it's cool to see that you're like, um, working as an entrepreneur now, but it's like, tell, tell us what your story is. Like, where did you begin? How did you get into what you do? Let's hear it. Sure. Um, well, I actually completely fell into it. Um, Mm -hmm. when I moved to Australia 10 years ago, I immigrated from South Africa. At that stage, I had a four-year-old identical twin girls and, uh, one and a one-year-old daughter as well. So three kids under the age of, I think four and a half at that stage to a new country, knew absolutely nobody. Um, and basically we'd used all our money to immigrate to Australia Mm. and I moved to the beautiful Gold Coast and, um, a qualified personal trainer and, Everyone said to me, you can't do personal training on the Gold Coast. There's a personal trainer on every corner. Um, The market is completely swamped. You're not a sports model. You know, nobody knows you for anything. Um, And I just went, whoa, okay. But I was really, really passionate about it because I'd I'd become a personal trainer due to my own personal health issues um, and being overweight as a kid and being bullied. So I was really passionate about continuing the work. So... Found it a little bit difficult because in South Africa, obviously had the family help and had, you know, we have um, maids, (laughs) you have maids and you have all the support that you need. But over here, I had nobody. And in the beginning, I used Facebook just to connect with my family in South Africa. But what I found was Facebook was an amazing tool to be able to reach and connect with other people. So rather than having to physically get up and drag my children around to networking events and and go and find business coaches and go and assess the location and look at the, the, the um, 
target audience and the marketplace. I can actually do all of that using Facebook from just sitting down at home and working mm-hmm. around their schedules and their sleep and everything. Mm-hmm. So within, I think within two years, I, I had a fully fledged personal training business on the Gold Coast. Wow. Within five years, <laughs> um, within five years, I had a health, wellness and fitness center. Um, and when I opened up that health, wellness and fitness center, it wasn't all bit of roses and whatever. I had this dream that it was just going to be filled with health, wellness and fitness practitioners. Um, and everyone was going to share the space and help with the rent and we'd all live happily ever after. But the reality was so many small businesses have no marketing budget, um, and were basically stuck and didn't know. And often there were weeks where they couldn't pay me rent, which means I couldn't pay the rent. So I started to run these um, weekly um, weekly meetups for health, wellness and fitness professionals. And I had everyone on the Gold Coast come into these events on Friday. And basically as business owners, we'd sit down and just brain dump and help support each other. Mm-hmm. And eventually I had everybody asking me, well, how did I do it? And basically what I realized was it was Facebook and just knowing how to utilize the, flat- the platform correctly. Wow. So within a year after that, the the meetups were actually doing so much better than the actual sort of health, wellness and fitness business um, that it was actually supporting the gym. So my my coaching was supporting the gym. Mm -hmm. And I had everyone on the Gold Coast, not even health, wellness and fitness practitioners, but everybody asking, please could I help them? Because really there was no one actually showing business owners how to use organic Facebook, how to set it up properly and how to use it to grow their business. Oh my um, gosh. yeah, totally so that's basically that. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So it, it's been a, um, you know, a really sort of crazy journey. A year ago, I decided to close the health wellness of the center and actually go into partnership with another gym because my, the business coaching, my Facebook coaching was, was so much, um, well, I was just so empowered by it and I just loved helping business owners and, Many people on the Gold Coast will actually remember the years, the beginning years in business where I would actually be crying. I'd be absolutely so overwhelmed and so stressed and crying going, like, I need to feed my three girls. You know, I've got to make this work. What do I do? What do I do? Mm-hmm. And now having come from that place and to be able to help other business owners. So I'm extremely passionate about helping small businesses mm-hmm. um, and startups to be able to do it because I've been and I've done that and I know how stressed and frustrating it is, especially when you've got kids and expenses and, you know, income that you need to have as well. You can't go throw, you know, millions of dollars out there to, to, to now invest in your business. So where do you start? And I say, you know, start with yourself. Start with, um, start with investing in yourself. Invest yeah. in your own knowledge. Invest in the right coaches. Invest in your own skills. Um, and start from there. Yes, later on, you know, you can go into to the rest of it. But right now, invest in yourself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's my journey. So I've been doing it now for the last three years. Um, and in the last year, I've been, I've been in partnership in another um, health, in another family fitness centre, uh-huh. in partnership there and help grow their business. Um, we've got almost, I think, 150 members now. So we've doubled in the last year. Um, and then I also do, um, obviously, the Facebook coaching. So... Very passionate about it. Wow, that's incredible. I love that. And I think like you're so right because um, when 
I remember when I first started as well and I was like so intrigued by the Facebook thing and it took me like a while I think to really like understand how to utilize it and I still sometimes feel like I'm fumbling my way but um it's like it is such a powerful platform and I think that's one of the best advantages of living in the time that we live in is that nowadays like you don't actually need an excuse like there's no excuse there's so many resources at your fingertips that you're able to to use so it's like obviously from what you pointed out one of the main reasons it's so powerful is because it's a good way for you to be able to connect with people right from your home and I guess like become location independent because of that yeah, 100%. I mean, the good thing about Facebook is you can meet, you can actually target it to your location. And when I say that, people go, oh, Facebook ads, targeting. And I'm going, no, you can actually organically uh, know where you can actually go looking for your ideal clients on Facebook and you can put your business in front of the right people. So many people think that they, they have to throw money at Facebook ads. Now, Facebook ads work, but they only work if, the fund, if your Facebook foundation has been established correctly which Facebook ads people don't necessarily do. Um, And it only works if you've got thousands of dollars to throw at it because it's one of those test and trial and measure things. Um, It doesn't just happen. So for small business owners, it really is, um, it's not even an option for them. It's that kind of budget it's not an option for. And getting social media managers to actually manage their accounts for them, that's not even an option because that can be anything from, as little as $100 a week to $1,000 a week. Yeah. Um, but that's one post or two posts. Yeah. Um, what I believe, though, is that the, best, the business owner is the absolute best person to be posting on their profiles because people want to work with people they know, like, and trust. Yes. And, um, like, one of my clients was a um, – well, he is. He's an accountant for um, the medical industry. And, you know, no one's going to understand his jargon. Only his ideal client is going to understand – the language that he uses, uh-huh. you know, there's ways I would be able to post and talk about certain syringes and packages and whatever, like there's no <laughs> ways I'd be able to have the same sort of passion that, that he would have about it and the knowledge. So yeah. I say like business owners, the best person because you're working in your business every single day. So you've got ideal content at your fingertips. You are yeah. passionate about what you do. So you genuinely, um, that passion comes through and people can feel it and they can see it um, and they want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be, you know, you're going to have all the knowledge and education about your business because you work, you know, you're the expert in it, so you work every day in it. Yeah. Um, so, and, and of course, you know, you just, you don't have the budget to be throwing around. So mm-hmm. you, you can be doing it. And as I said, people want to work with people they know, like, and trust. So building that relationship with them, um, I feel like you're going to get the most results. And, I mean, I see it. I see it. I currently work with over 80 business owners all over the world. Um, and, and I see it on a daily basis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so just to clarify as well, for those of, um, those listening that might be confused with some of the jargon, we're talking about like the organic, um, marketing, which is one of the things you're talking about is like basically how to create, um, new leads, connect with new people, um, spread your message of what you're doing without having to pay for it. Right. Is, is that what you mean? Or would you have a different definition? Yeah, hundred percent. No, that's a perfect definition. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, that um, on the platform, you can target your location, you can build your brand awareness, um, you can get brand advocates um, or cheerleaders for people mm-hmm. to basically can refer you, kind of like influencers, but I prefer, uh, I prefer calling them brand advocates uh, because it's more sort of a genuine, um, integral way of um, getting people to refer your business. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you can build your social social proof and your credibility. Um, so social proof is people talking about you, people tagging um, your and sharing your stuff. You know, those are the brand advocates. The social proof is they genuinely believe in what it is that you're doing and people want to hear other people's opinions. Yes. So Facebook is a great way to be able to do that. Um, mm. As far as credibility goes, you know, getting your testimonials, getting people to review your business, um, again, tagging, sharing, um, and recommending you on Facebook. These are great ways um, to give you credibility mm -hmm. um, and to show your credibility and to show your expertise. And from you sharing and adding value, so adding tips and you know, showing, showing the value that you can add to businesses, showing the results that you get, these are all things that you can do on Facebook that mm -hmm. are going to help build a, well, it's going to help elevate your status on Facebook so that you stand out. So when people say, um, you know, stand out online, um, this, let's be honest, there's a thousand business coaches, there's a thousand, you know, doctors, there's probably millions, there's millions of people everywhere. But at the end of the day, like to build your personal brand, um, and it's a strong personal brand that's hitting all of those areas, you can use Facebook to genuinely do that and mm -hmm. to put your business in front of the right people online. Mm -hmm. um, and when you do that, you create raving fans. And, and, yeah. and that's the truth. And it's free. You generate free leads. People will come to you um, asking. They'll build a relationship with you. Um, they'll get social proof from everyone else believing in what it is that you do and seeing the results that you get. And then they want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so, come to you. so like starting with the real, like basics, I guess, like, um, obviously like pretty much everyone's on Facebook. <laughs> Most people are on Facebook, I'd say. Um, and for those people that are like, let's say wanting to use their Facebook to grow their business and their influence and create new leads and everything. Do you, do you have like a recommendation or like what would be the differences between having just using your personal Facebook page or using one of the Facebook business pages? Yeah, so each of those um, Facebook profiles have a, they, they all have a purpose and a reason. Uh -huh. So your personal profile, it's you, the person, um, and that's your personal branding. Now, if you're working directly with, um, with your clients, so for example, yourself, who's a coach, mm -hmm. and you're working directly, you don't have other people who are doing the work for you, it's important for you to establish yourself at, as a, um, to have a good personal brand. Mm -hmm. So personal branding is important. So when I work with my clients, the first thing we do is we establish a professional personal profile because you have to have it on Facebook in order to have a business page. And if people go stalking, um, stalking you, they're going to stalk you, the person, mm -hmm. and they're going to have a look at you and see, is it you that I'm going to want to work with? Mm -hmm. So I show people how to safely and effectively use their personal profile. Mm -hmm. Their personal profile is about um, them, the person, However, what you do is also about you, the person. So it's important to have elements of both of that. And many people choose to keep their personal profiles very personal and they're actually limiting and restricting um, working with people or collaborating or networking or expanding to a, a greater reach because they keep it so, so personal mm -hmm. uh, or so private. Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook personal profiles are private unless you make them public. So mm -hmm. that's how Facebook works. Whereas business pages are public unless uh, they're public. There's nothing you can do unless you block someone. Yeah. Um, so what I teach people is how to safely and effectively use their personal profile because if you understand the privacy settings, you can actually set your profile up. So you can still have your kids on there. You can still have family pictures on there. But there's ways that 
there's ways that you can apply the privacy settings so that um, it doesn't go out publicly. Mm-hmm. So if you understand the settings and you know how to do it, um, like I work, I work with many people that are um, psychologists, doctors, um, teachers. They they have to be very careful with what they post on their on their profiles. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got many that, for example, may have their um, DVOs or child protection orders out, and they have to try and keep a very private account. So I show them how to use that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a personal profile. Then the the business page is about the business. However. Mm-hmm. You are also part of the business. So many people um, don't actually post a little bit about themselves on their business page. And that's important because, as I said, people want to work with people they know, like, and trust. They want to build a relationship with you and they want to see the person behind the page. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know we spoke about it a little bit earlier, but, but people are actually, although it's a social platform and everybody's online, people are actually wanting genuine relationships. They're wanting authentic um, connections. So... Mm-hmm. If they go on and it's very generic and it's very blah, blah, blah from your business, they're just going to flick you. They're not going to uh, want to stop and look and and get to know you and then go, right, I trust this person, I now want to work with you. Mm-hmm. So your yeah, business page is there. But unfortunately, Facebook is a business. We, we know that. So they want to make money. So what they do is they affect the algorithm obviously prevents business pages from going far. So what mm-hmm. I teach business owners is how the algorithm works and how you can outsmart it. Um, it does change every now and then, but it's kind of like it's kind of like your kids or your partner. Like their values are the same, and um, every now and then they'll have an up and down day, but their values are the same. So if you understand that, you'll know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, to, and and then you'll start putting your business in front of the right people and start attracting the right people mm-hmm. to your page. So are there like um, are there like some key fundamentals that you can share that people could apply? Sure. Um, first, I'll just explain about the algorithm just uh-huh. briefly. So the algorithm is a prediction. Facebook has to predict what you are interested in, and then it has to decide what it's going to put you in front, what's going, what they are going to put in front of you. Okay. So if you keep talking about dogs, sunsets, um, health, wellness, then all dog health, wellness stuff is going to be shown on your page. Uh-huh. Because we like so much stuff. Now, uh, it doesn't quite know what to put in front of you. So this is why people say it's important for you to engage, like, comment, and share. Because when you like, comment, and share, Facebook gets an indication of what it is that you like. The -hmm. reason they brought out the emojis was because that can help them fine-tune what you don't like, what what makes you angry, what makes you laugh, because then it it will know what to show you, what to put in front of you. Mm -hmm. So in order to get your personal profile and your business page to work for you for free, it's important that you post relevant things that and use the relevant words um, and you engage in the relevant things on Facebook because then Facebook will start showing showing you their stuff, but also it'll put your business in front of them as well. Mm. And that's what they mean by engaging content because mm-hmm. if, if, if people are genuinely interested in what it is that you're doing and saying, they will engage with a like, a comment, a share, um, or an emoji, um, and when they do that, Facebook goes, right, that person's interested in your stuff. Let me have a look at their settings and your settings. You're a match, which I'll show, I'll show you each other's stuff. And that's mm-hmm. what they start to do. Yeah. So what happens, many business owners don't set up their personal profile properly. So they don't go into their about section and, and set up their, um, the details about you, their life events, what you're interested in, your social platforms, 
So Facebook has uh, less of an indication of who you are, less of an indication of what your values are and what you're about. So as a professional, I always say the number one thing I do when I'm working with someone is go into that personal profile and make sure that you've set it up properly. Make sure you've set up your um, the about section. Make sure that you've gone into your settings and that you understand all the privacy settings so that you know how to use it safely and effectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, because many people, I mean, I was working with a naturopath a couple of weeks ago and everything, she was doing live videos and everything was set on only to friends and she didn't realise that it was actually a select friends group. So no one else was actually able to access those recordings or those lives. Right. Um, so because you, you're not aware of the settings, you're not aware of who's actually seeing that. Um, I worked with an emergency situation last night where um, somebody went live on a on the wrong page, and basically that had people engaging. Went live on the on the wrong profile, um, and it was completely the wrong profile. We had to go and apologise to everyone and and delete the, delete it. And yeah, that becomes part of reputation management. But it was because they didn't know that they didn't fully understand where they were going live and what they were doing. So making sure that you understand the settings is important. Make sure that you have the basics all set up uh-huh. is important. Yeah. Um, as far as the fundamentals go, I say um, that before you even touch Facebook, you need to do a branding brain dump. So you need to first establish who you are, how do you want to be seen online, what are your values, what are your key messages, uh, what are your non-negotiable values. Um, and then when you set up your personal profile, um, it will be authentic. Mm-hmm. Because people go and set up the profile how they think they want people to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People try to steer clear of that and rather just do a, a sort of a branding brain dump as to who are you, what are you about, what are you known for, what do people like about you, and then go and set up your personal profile. I find that people set it up more authentically. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the first sort of fundamental. Mm-hmm. The second fundamental is, um, as far as the business, is to do a business brain dump. You know, when setting up your Facebook uh, page, you have to work out what it is that you're known for, what do you want to be known for, what are your key messages again, um, what do you want to be the expert in, what do you want to stand out in. Um, Then I want you to go and have a look at your competitors and I want you to stalk them before you even touch your page. Go and see what everybody else is doing, see how they've set up their pages, see their branding, write a list of the things that you like and the things that you don't like and then write a list of how you're going to do things, how you're going to do things differently to stand out so that mm-hmm. you can be unique online. Um, and this is what I work, this is personally what I do with all my clients, So, yeah. which is super cool. Um, so we don't do it so we can go copy them, but we go and do it so that we can set up our page more authentically to us but also have a point of difference. Uh-huh. So... Establish your points of difference. How are you different in the marketplace? Establish your unique value proposition. So what is the value that you're offering to your clients, which is potentially unique to you? Mm -hmm. Um, What is your niche? Choose one thing that you want to really push. You can have your other things, Mm -hmm. you know, but what is your one thing that you want to be known for so that um, you become known for those things? You'll always get the other things. You'll always catch the other things on the outside. Um, but what is that one thing you want to be known for? For example, like I'm, I'm known for helping people with organic Facebook, but I'm at, I actually have my social media um, 
marketing diploma now. And um, so I actually can integrate all your other accounts as well. But you know, that's, I don't offer that. I offer that as an upsell at the end if that's something people want. But what is the one thing that you're known for and drive that? Mm-hmm. Um, too many business owners are trying to do too many things and trying to cross over into too many markets. And that's why they're getting lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes so, total uh, sense. Yeah, so I feel like, so when we do point of difference, unique value proposition, uh, unique selling point, niche, um, and then once you've established all of that, then set up your Facebook page um, and take the time. Take the time to get to know the settings. They're not that hard. If you go through to the settings and actually read everything and take some time to do it or, you know, work with a coach such as myself and we'll do it, we'll do it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's actually like all of those little things that Facebook offers you, it's worth like in terms of the about page, because the about page has so many things that you can fill out, you know, like, and um, sometimes I think like for people, especially who aren't necessarily like using Facebook for their business or anything, like they probably um, would only fill out the bare minimum or what they feel like they want to share. But if you're someone who's wanting to really reach people, it's actually important that you fill everything out. Yeah, 100%. And not only that, but in the right category. So yeah. the other thing I, I say, suggest to people, if you, I mean, if you're not going to work with a coach, find mm-hmm. somebody who, you know, you value their, their opinion and their business knowledge and get them to look at your profile with virgin eyes. Yeah. So whenever I look at someone's profile, I look at it as if I didn't know you, what would I feel about you? How would mm-hmm. I feel? What would I think that you do? Because many, actually, I would say probably about, 95% of the time when I come to someone's profile, the feeling is completely wrong. And people haven't done it on purpose. They've done how, what they feel they think people think, but it's not yeah. actually what people think. So um, that would actually take us to uh, fundamental number three, which, we, which would be who is your ideal client and what is the problem that you're going to solve for them? Yeah. Um, you know, where are they online? What do they want to, what do they want from you and how you're going to solve their problem and then create content that's going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the fundamental three that, that I, that I work with, um, with people in my course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's like one of my favorites as well as the ideal client, because for me, when I first did that, it was like so life changing because suddenly it felt like all the content I was creating became real. Because like before then I felt like I was always kind of trying to think what to post and what would be interesting to say and like, how should I word it? Or I wasn't even really thinking about how I worded it. I was just like blabbing. And then when I finally got clarity on my um, ideal client, um, like who I really wanted to be speaking to, suddenly it changed. And it's like, now when I create content, I really feel like I just imagine I'm um, having a conversation with the person that is my ideal client. And, um, it's been so amazing because since then it's like, now I don't really wonder what to post because I just post what I think, you know, like what I would converse with my soul client or my ideal client. And I get so much feedback from people being like, Oh my gosh, like this post, like spoke to me. And like, I feel like you're talking directly to me and Oh my God, like I I've loved that aspect of all this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's uh, that's a hundred percent. Like I said earlier, too many people are trying to catch everyone, and because they're trying to catch everyone, they're losing a lot. Yes. Um, so it's actually better to fine tune and go, who is your ideal client? And your ideal client is a paying client, may I say? <laughs> many people yes. choose ideal clients that are not a paying client, or they choose programs that are not going to generate them enough money to be able to live. So 
you know, um, again, that, that there has to be, that has to correspond, it has to work, it has to match. Um, the really cool thing about Facebook is, you know, once a week I go in and I have a look at insights and I, I teach my business uh, clients how to do that as well, is when you go onto insights, you go in and have a look and you can actually see whether or not the people that are engaging and looking at your profile organically unpaid for free are actually the right target market. And that's really cool as well. Yes. Um, same with your events. If you create events on Facebook and you know how to put them in front of the right people and also to attract the right people if you know who they are, um, Facebook actually gives you insights into that and will show you how many people you've, um, you've actually reached. Um, and this is people think that that only happens with paid ads and it doesn't. It happens organically as well. Mm, um, so reading so your insights is so important. Going in and making sure that the work that you are doing is uh-huh. it working, and if not, what are you going? What changes are you going to make in order to improve? Yeah, because the and the insights would be specifically if you have a uh, a public business page, right? Yes, that's right. So your insights on your on your business page. Yeah, cool. And um, the other question that I had, which I was curious to hear what, if you had anything like significant to say about it is what about things like Facebook groups? Because I know they're kind of like all the rage for people on Facebook these days. Yeah, look, um, Facebook groups are a phenomenal way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Again, what we need to understand is social media platforms are social, okay? Mm-hmm. And that means you're going to be working with many different types of people. Mm-hmm. So when we are working on any of our social platforms and on Facebook, we need to understand that um, not all humor translates, not all your inputs going to um, connect with everybody the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you soon learn that when you start working in groups. So my strategy around groups is, when you go and you're looking for groups to connect with, you want to, again, make sure you know who you are, you know who your ideal client is, and you know what you're trying to achieve in the business. Then you go looking for groups and you go, right, obviously, what location, what kind of people do you want? And go and stalk a group. Don't just, don't just join it for the sake of joining it. What I have a look at then is, is how much engagement is in that group. Uh-huh. And I also have to look at who runs that group and I stalk that person. Okay. Because... For example, if you're a wellness coach and you go into another group and the um, administrator or the, the owner of that group happens to be a wellness coach, she may or may not not like your contribution. Yeah. Because she may be, you have to consider what is the purpose of her having the group. If the purpose of her having that group is to generate leads or to generate income, and that all requires a strategy, mm-hmm. um, um, then you know, she potentially, what I would do then is personally reach out to the person, I'd stalk them, reach out to them and go, hey, you know, I'm this person, this is what I do. I just wanted to know if there's a conflict of interest. Um, You know, what are your rules? What is your etiquette? What is your intentional purpose with this group? Is there any way that I can add value or support you? Mm -hmm. Uh, And generally that's what I would do because um, there's many, you know, community groups, classified groups, they've all got rules Um, and etiquette so you've got to have a look at um, the announcements you've got to look at have a look at the owner of the group have a look at the types of discussions that are in the group and you'll soon get a feel for what's allowed and what's not allowed yeah Um, but you are dealing with people so um, you've got to also understand reputation management so yeah reputation management is if somebody comes and they now troll you 
um, or they don't like your opinion on something, how are you going to handle that situation? Yeah. Um, always be ready to block. You've got to know how to block that person. Mm-hmm. I always say block first and deal with, and then think about it and deal with it later because you can always unblock. But, okay. um, so, so is that like in a scenario if someone like hits you up about something or when would that be like appropriate? Oh, a hundred percent. Look, I've had so many different things. I've had things horrific from the, the sense of, you know, ANZ a business manager on Facebook asking a male client for an inappropriate picture publicly. Mm-hmm. I've had, I've had uh, people uh, with mental health issues who've come in saying that they have, I'm only saying they have mental health issues because they've said they've had mental health issues and they've completely hated a post about um, one of the gyms that I work for saying that um, exercise can help, help you feel happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've completely trolled the business and gone on left terrible reviews, comments, posts on their personal profile business page, like, wow. and then you have to deal with that. So, um, you know, people coming on and saying, oh, I completely disagree with what you're saying. You're an idiot. I mean, some people are, you know, we're dealing with people. We're dealing with people and they're not all going to be polite and friendly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it doesn't happen often, but we have to be aware of it. We have to be ready to deal with it. I, I've got a team of people that I deal with. I've got a psychologist um, and I've got another uh, social media person that I work with and I do a block and I deal with, I contact them first, talk to them, and then we go on and handle the situation ethically. Okay. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, so Facebook groups, I'm scared everyone now. <laughs> Facebook groups are absolutely amazing, but go in. And if you're going to, if you're going to contribute to group communities, it's like anything. You just wouldn't go to live in a neighborhood. You would go and have a look at who are the people in that neighborhood. Yeah, that's know? a good perspective. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't do it. You'd look at, you know, are they your people? Uh-huh. Do they use the same language as you, you know? Yeah. Um, are they going to be into the same things as you? And I suppose, um, like, uh, the similar example to what you gave before, like, it would actually also matter, matter to your algorithms because if you're in groups that are yeah. talking about things you're not aligned with, then you might yeah. be, like you know, your profile might be put in front of more people that aren't really in line with your message, whereas it could be being put in front of people that are really aligned with your message. hundred percent. So mm-hmm. Facebook has its, uh, Facebook groups have, it has its own algorithm. So oh, okay. the new algorithm recently just changed. And what it did was, um, it took all the people out of your group. So if they, if they weren't engaging in your groups, they took everyone out of the group. Now I didn't mind that. I actually thought that was great. That didn't bother me in the least. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not a numbers person. For me, it's not about the numbers. They might've come there with wrong intentions or they might've felt that it's not for them. And that's okay. Like we only want to help the people that we can genuinely help. So that didn't bother me. And I think I only lost like 10 people or something. So I was, happy yeah I think um, I had about 10 I, I think less than 10 even I was quite surprised yeah, yeah I, was, I was surprised too I went in like all excited like nervous to see it and then was really excited yeah um so yeah so the, the new algorithm does that and then what it also does now is the people before it used to always show you every comment of people that were engaging you'd be notified in the group mm-hmm. now you're not you you're only notified if um if you engage in the group you'll start to see stuff. So for example, I'm constantly seeing stuff in groups that I engage in, their stuff will constantly be coming up. So, but again, if you're interested in it mm-hmm. and if you are engaging in it, then so are they. And it's a match, you know, yeah. I always say it's like online dating. It's like, it's a match. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, and then it's okay. And then it's going to come up, but you can also go into Facebook groups, um, mm -hmm. into the groups page. You can also opt to see, um, to have the notifications turned on for certain groups. Yeah. So, um, you can do that as well now, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, you can also, just while, that, while I'm thinking of that, on your personal profile, you can opt to see people's things first. So, for example, my partner and his business, I can opt to see their page first and I can opt to see his personal profile first. Right, so whenever yeah. their stuff comes up, it always comes up first on my news feed. So, mm -hmm. again, this comes, this comes down to understanding the platform and its full capabilities and potential. Yeah. And what about like, if you, um, have your own Facebook group, like if you're the, the admin of a group? Sure. Yeah. So if you're going to set up your own group, um, you know, I always say f follow the protocol, personal profile first, business page, you know, second, mm -hmm. uh, making sure that you've done all those fundamentals of all the brain dumps and all the stalking competitors and, and all of that firsthand. Um, and then establishing a strategy and going, okay, well, huh, what is my strategy? What am I trying to do? So if you're trying to attract like-minded people to your group, mm -hmm. um, which is generally what people are trying to do, we've got to nurture those people. So making sure that we uh, you nurture, nurture them with um, good content yep. and give them training. Um, so this is the way I like to do it. I generally like to have sort of a public group where I can attract like-minded people into it I do like group rules because it does establish group etiquette. So, you know, okay. using the hashtags for particular days, it does encourage people to, um, to engage more and to post. Okay. Some people, it overwhelms them and they go, oh, you know, I didn't have an event on Tuesday, so now I can't remember to come back next Tuesday and do it. Um, however, I always say I'm not that strict. I'm actually pretty lenient to my group. And if you actually have an event and you didn't do it on event day, just come and hashtag event and go for it because I genuinely want people to, you know, achieve success in their businesses yeah. um, and market for free. So um, I do like group etiquette. I do like group rules. Um, but I, as I said, I like to take them on a funnel. My funnel is have a public group where I nurture them, kind of like your business page. Yeah. So nurture them on your business page, nurture them in your group. Um, and then from your group, you can then get them into a monetized private group. Okay, um, so you can actually monetize groups as well. Yeah, 100%. So from having the public group, you can say to everyone, for example, uh, in two weeks' time, I'm going to be doing a, a one-week um, positive affirmations training, uh, you know, week where every single day we're going to get affirmations, you're going to get training videos to do, um, and what, what we'll do is, it's you know, it's going to cost you $47 for that, if you want, let me know and I'll put you into that private group. So once they pay, they can then go into that private group. And in that group, every single day, you can give them positive affirmations. You can give them the training videos. Mm -hmm. um, and you can do team training in that group. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many different ways to do it. I mean, that's one mild way of doing it. We've got others that, um, other groups that you have to subscribe. Yeah, so, I've actually you know, seen the new Facebook subscribe yeah. groups. Like you can actually even like set up payments through Facebook now, which they're yeah. just really thinking of everything. <laughs> everything. So, yeah. So you can go in and, you know, once they subscribe, they can subscribe. People don't need to have a website. This is the really cool thing because many small business owners don't start off with a website. Mm -hmm. So if you know how to use Facebook properly, I can actually show you how to do that. But also if you have a website, I'll show you how to stimulate Google's algorithm as well. Um, by mm -hmm. using Facebook. So I'll also 
can show you that. But yeah, getting back to the group. So yes, you can subscribe um, to it. And then, you know, it could be weekly or monthly. And then you can be part of that community and you can add value every single day. They can work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do training once a week. You can do masterclasses. Um, I recently did a masterclass one where once a week, um, we did a masterclass training and every other day there were other training videos. I just did lives in there as well. And it was all about setting up Facebook and how to use it. And in the masterclass, they could all come on um, and then also ask questions like do a Q&A and that ran for five weeks. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And just, just so you know, the potential of Facebook, that one was six people at $500 each. Wow. Cool. Yeah. But you don't just set it up and it doesn't just happen. Of course. It starts with personal branding, personal profile, having a strong, credible Facebook page, mm-hmm. um, obviously doing, as I said, all that brain dumping beforehand um, and then setting up the public group, putting your business in front of the right people, um, collecting email addresses as well because many people forget to do that. You know, collecting a database is incredibly important. So mm-hmm. you have to have that, you have to have that, um, that free download um, that people want, that they genuinely will feel happy to give you their email address mm-hmm. um, so they can go onto your database. Again, we don't want people on our database unless they want to be there. So we don't want to trick them into being there. But yeah. you want to have that download so that they can get the email address. And there's various ways to do that as well yeah. um, with a website. Um, and then from there, you know, pu- public group and building trust. And then from there, you know, taking all those things, the email, the website, the Facebook page, the public group, and going, right, I've got this training. Who wants to do it? Here it is. This is how much it's going to cost. And then facilitating them through Facebook group. Um, What I do like to say to everyone is Facebook is owned by Facebook. The reality is, I mean, I I work in Facebook, but if it blows up tomorrow, you have to have a backup plan. So I get all my training live videos that I do inside my groups. I save those videos and then I download them and put them onto YouTube because you don't lose all that content. If it did blow up, what then? Yeah. I always think that too. It's like, it's always good. Like utilize all your content and stuff. Like even like a lot of my posts and stuff that I write, I always keep them saved in my notes. Like I don't delete them after I post them. Um, because I like write my posts up in my notes and then I transfer them onto Facebook and stuff like my, my bigger posts, my, I mean, my just like what's up posts, (laughs) maybe not, but like (laughs) I I always keep that as well because it's just always good to have a backup. And then like, sometimes I go through my old posts, like I'm just scrolling through my notes and I'm like, damn, this is good. And I can like, like, you know, (laughs) yeah. So yeah, amazing. This has been so awesome. And I feel like there's like so many tips, like I've learned stuff. I'm so sure that everyone who's listening learned stuff. Um, if there's like anything else that you wanted to say, that would be like, you know, I, I don't know if there's like any last tips or any advice or anything like that, that you wanted to give, like, what would, what would that be? Sure. Um, because I'm so passionate about small business owners and, and startups. Um, and yes, I do do team training as well for small businesses. Um, I think the most important thing I'd like to, to share is that Facebook is for everyone. And, you know, many introverts go, I'm introverted. Um, I can't do this. Um, they feel too scared to do it. And it's actually the best platform for both extroverts and introverts. At the end of the day, um, it is a social platform and the right people will resonate with the right people. So you don't need to be, you don't need to compare yourself to anybody else. 
and you don't need to um, worry about what anyone else is thinking about you because at the end of the day, you only want to work with people who genuinely want to work with you. So I feel like I just want to just let everyone know, like give them the confidence to just do it. Um, mm -hmm. Just, but, but start with that brain dump. That brain dump is vital because once you clear on that and once you're clear on who you are and where your business is going and what is the, who are your ideal clients and what is the program that um, is going to be your niche and that's going to have a point of difference and a unique selling point, what is that thing? Um, you'll suddenly get inspired and you'll get passionate about it and then you'll just, the content will just flow and it will just start oozing out into all your Facebook, you know, and then suddenly all these people will start to engage and, and want to be a part of that. Um, and when you, and just stay strong and stay consistent and keep doing it because it does take time to so don't give up because when suddenly you make that first sale through Facebook. I always say that first sale, once you get that first sale, <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it, it just, it just becomes like um, the, the best sort of income stream ever. And as I said, it's free online marketing, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh my gosh. That's so good. I love it. Thank you so much for everything that you shared today. Um, and if people are wanting to connect with you more just to kind of be in your space and learn more about you and what you do, where can they connect with you? Sure. So obviously on Facebook. Um, so Chantal Girardi, if <laughs> Chantal Girardi, FB strategist. So Facebook won't let you use the name Facebook. So that's why it's FB. I always okay. have to explain that. Yeah. Um, I also have a group which you're most welcome to advertise all your business services and events and share your knowledge and connect with people and support people. Um, and that group's called Free Facebook Marketing Opportunity. Okay. So you can jump in there, join the group um, and market to your heart's delight. <laughs> um, you can connect with me, obviously, on my website, which is www.chanteljirati.com.au. Um, and yeah, you'll just have to check the spelling, but it should come up. Yeah. And um, on there, there are heaps of freebies. So I've actually got a freebie tab on my website where you can download a monthly you can subscribe to download a monthly content calendar. So you can find out when it's, you know, um, naked gardening day. You can find out when it's um, take your dog to work day. Um, and it's, a, it's updated monthly and it'll, it'll arrive in your, um, in your email. So you can subscribe to that. I've also got an ebook which is called um, 21 Content Ideas That Outsmart the Algorithm. Um, and on the website, I've got heaps of blogs, which actually breaks down that whole brain dumping theory that I was talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I highly recommend that if you are new in business, um, before you even look at taking on a new client or doing anything, just go through and read that blog uh -huh. um, and download those freebies, have a look at the blog. And there's even some training videos in my YouTube channel as well and all the links on the website so you can just click through yeah um, i do offer a, a free 30 minute call as well um, because i genuinely want to have a look at your facebook page see what you're doing and see if i can help you you will always lead with tips um, it's not just a pitch fest i will show you how we can work together but i will also give you some really um, insightful tips on to 
potentially how um, how an outsider sees or views your page and give you some recommendations. Yeah, awesome. That's so good. And all of the links I'll put into the description in the show notes as well. So if you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to connect, then just head to the show notes and you can find all the clicks and you can also screenshot this and add it to your Instagram story while we're at it, your Facebook story as well. Um, and make sure you tag us both so we can um, know that you're uh, listening and get in touch with you and say thank you and start a conversation around that as well. But thank you so much again, Chantel, for being here today. This has been so cool. And to the guests, thank you so much, or for the, for the guests, for the audience, for those of you listening, for if you're listening, thank you for being here. It's always so, so, so appreciated. And I'm so grateful for your time and sharing this space with me and all of our amazing guests. And I love you and I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.